0: In this audio, we are going to be studying about something that has plagued man from the beginning of time. Uh, You know, so uh, the topic today is sin and Satan. So we're going to see what sin is and who Satan is. Uh, You know, sin is lawlessness, or sin is breaking the law, or sin is disobeying the words of God. We would not have known what sin is if the law was not there. So if there was no law, there would be no knowledge of what is right and wrong and thus there would be no sin. Okay, So not doing something that God asks us to do is sin and doing something that God specifically tells us not to do is also sin. Uh, so it could be something as small as, you know, do not eat the fruit of that tree. Uh, Don't reason with God, just obey. Uh, You know, let's uh, look at the case of Abraham also. When Abraham was asked to sacrifice his son Isaac that he received when he was 100 years old, uh, you know, if Abraham had refused uh, God's words, then that too would have been sin. Uh, So, you know, uh, this is sin. Now, what does sin do? Sin causes a separation from God. Sin actually drives a wedge between God and man. Sin is what brought about the fall of mankind and sin is also what brought death to mankind. So, uh, you know, sin is a very dangerous thing. So this is what sin does, Uh, you know, it causes a separation from God uh, which is very, very dangerous for man. Now, who is the one who is causing man to sin? It is Satan. Uh, And who stands to gain by making man sin? It is also Satan or the devil. You know, And why is Satan doing this, uh, meaning why is he using sin to drive a wedge uh, or a distance between man and God? Uh, because the devil hates God and we'll go into a little detail uh, uh, in a few minutes. Uh, now we'll also see why does sin bring this separation from God? Okay, uh, So the question is why does sin bring this separation from God? You know when God made man, man was pure and sinless. Uh, God, in fact, is most holy, uh, so pure that he cannot even look upon evil. So Habakkuk one three says, Your eyes, O Lord, are too pure to look on evil. Evil cannot stand before his presence. If an evildoer or sinner were to stand before him, they would be consumed out of his holiness. Uh, they would be instantly consumed, you know. And uh, Hebrews 12.29 says, For our God is a consuming fire. And if sin were to come into the presence of this holy God, man would be instantly consumed. Uh, that is why the Lord uh, you know, commands us to be holy, to be blameless and to be spotless because it says without holiness nobody can see the Lord, nobody can stand before the Lord. Uh you know, so the Lord also seeks truth in our innermost parts, means he seeks truth from the inside out. The Lord seeks purity in us from the inside out. Uh now sin actually what it does is it makes us unholy and impure. God, on the other hand, is most holy and most most pure. So the only way we mankind can ever stand before this holy God is if we leave our sinful life behind us Uh, you know we can't continue to live our lives the way we used to be Uh, you know, before we gave our lives to the Lord. Uh, We cannot live like that once we become a believer. Just because you are a believer, uh, you know, uh, you have given your life to God, but then on the other hand, you continue to sin. Uh, uh, You know, we still think that we can make it to heaven. That's the lie of the devil. Do not believe that lie. The simple but scary truth is this. Psalms 37, 38 says, But all sinners will be destroyed, there will be no future for the wicked. It says here all sinners, uh, you know, believers and unbelievers will be cut off. Stress on the all sinners. See, faith in God must lead you to be different from the world uh, around you, different from the sinners and the wicked that are living in this world. If there is no difference between a believer and an unbeliever, if both sin and the believer alone is saved, then our God is a God of favoritism. So beware. You know, the Lord cleanses us of all our sin. Uh, That doesn't mean that I keep on sinning. The Lord cleanses us of all our sin. That means I try to live holy from now on. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, we live as we want and we say we are under grace and that God covers all our sins. It's absurd and you portray God in the wrong light where he is partial. We can't use faith as an excuse or a cover for our sins and for living as we please. Do not ever make that mistake. Okay so before that let's uh, look at the first picture in heaven or the first scene in heaven, Uh, you know, God is the uncreated being, he is the self-existent being, Uh, he has been since the beginning of time, no one has created him, he just existed, then he created the heavens and the earth, he created angels to uh, be there in the heavens to serve him, they were created to do his bidding. Now like a company with a CEO and managers and other hierarchy of workers, in heaven too there was a hierarchy of angels created by God. Uh, the highest order of angels are those standing closest around the father and his throne. Uh, and they are the cherubim, the seraphim and the living creatures. Uh, you know, uh, Then there are the other angels mentioned, archangels, guardian angels. Uh, and several other angels that we may and may not know of. Okay, So angels are uh, specifically spirit beings and they are created specifically to do the bidding of God. Having said all this, let us look at who Satan is and let's look at it directly from the scriptures. Uh, In fact, this is one of the clearest descriptions of Satan given in the Holy Scriptures and it's seen in the book of Ezekiel chapter 28 verses 12 to 17 it goes this way this is what the sovereign lord says you were the seal of perfection full of wisdom perfect in beauty you were in eden the garden of god every precious stone adorned you Uh, you were anointed as a guardian cherub for so i ordained you you were blameless in the in your ways from the day you were created till wickedness was found in you Uh, You were filled with violence and you sinned, so I drove you in disgrace from the mount of God, and I expelled you, O guardian cherub, from among the fiery stones. Your heart became proud on account of your beauty, and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. So I threw you to the earth, I made a spectacle of you." Uh, You know, and then there's another description in Isaiah chapter 14 verses 12 to 14. How you have fallen from heaven, O morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth. You said in your heart, I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly. I will ascend above the top of the clouds, I will make myself like the most high. You know Satan is also called the morning star, he was a cherub and uh, also there are a few other points that we need to note, he was uh, full of wisdom, he was perfect in beauty, he was the seal of perfection, he was perfect in splendor and he was created blameless. So, you know, these uh, scriptures clearly give us a description of Satan. And, the, and Satan was actually a cherub, which is the highest rank of angels. And he was a, a, a cherub that was created full of wisdom, lots of power and authority. And, uh, you know, he would have definitely be, had angels under him, like a manager, you know, who has people under him. He was a, an angel of great authority. Satan was also, you know, considered uh, uh, one of the most perfect angels mentioned, Uh, one of the most perfect, most beautiful, powerful, intelligent, full of wisdom, full of splendor uh, and definitely could have had a lot of authorities. But on account of his beauty, his power, his wisdom, his authority, pride entered his heart. He wanted to take God's place. He wanted to sit on God's throne. He wanted to overthrow God. He thus rebelled. And fought against God, but God is God, uh, you know, the all-powerful being. No one can overthrow God, this uncreated God. No one can touch him. So the devil and his followers, meaning other angels who were loyal to him, were thrown out of heaven and they fell to the earth from heaven. Thus the term fallen angels and demons. They were thrown down to the earth. So this is a little about sin and Satan. Uh, You know, uh, so I asked another question in the beginning, Uh, you know, why is Satan doing this? Why is he trying to drive a wedge between man and God? It's because the devil hates God. And this is the reason, because he couldn't take God's place and he was thrown down. The devil is very, very angry at God and thus he hates God with all his heart.